For some time now, we've followed the progress of Neatbox. I'm talking technology. There's all sorts of hardware and software, some bespoke, some off the shelf, that can improve the lives of people with numerous disabilities. Well, how about an app which will activate a traffic crossing when you approach and tell you when the green man is on, making it safe to cross? Or perhaps an app which could let uh, staff in a bank or a supermarket know Know that someone with a disability, say a visual impairment, is arriving and the best way to give assistance. Well, all that and more is uh, not just on the drawing board, but uh, actually working at the moment. Now, to tell us a little bit more about the progress we have with us, uh, the man behind the company and the apps, Gavin Neat. Gavin, thank you for joining us. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure, Alan. I do feel like I'm a, a hardy perennial. I'll keep coming back every now and again to tell you a little bit more about Neatbox. I'm fairly certain that a few of your listeners will already know about the work, but just I'll, I'll give people a very brief idea as to how I came into the technology business. I was not a technology person at all. I was actually a guide dog mobility instructor. I did it for 18 years, and during that time, I was just seeing all these different problems and thinking, well, who's coming up with solutions? And at exactly the same time as all that was happening, I was noticing more and more people with disability were accessing technology. And I was so impressed with the work that Apple had been doing that I thought, well, I want to be a part of this. I want to try and find solutions to some of the problems that I'm experiencing as a guide dog mobility instructor. And it kind of grew arms and legs from there. And as I said, your listeners might have an understanding of what we're doing already, but I'm very happy to be here and telling you a little bit more and giving you a bit more of an update. Now, we've looked as i said gavin at the the crossing app which you know it is great for anyone with any kind of disability or in fact anyone in general actually because it's difficult even just to get near a post to to press the button these days but you know especially for say a guide dog owner to actually you know find a crossing activate it and then be told you know via the phone that the green man is on because let's face it not all crossings are actually accessible either but you've grown the range and the possibilities that the apps you create can provide and that's all using off-the-shelf technology yeah and it was really just having an understanding of the problem you quite rightly point out if you can't find a pole then it's very difficult to reach and press a button and then you're probably not in the right spot to cross the road and the more i looked at that the more i thought well actually this is a problem for people in wheelchairs or mobility scooters or somebody pushing somebody in a wheelchair or somebody with ms or parkinson's and, and you suddenly think well, maybe there's a better way of doing something, which is exactly what we did. And we came at it from just saying, well, we'd like to use the mobile phone. And then it was a question of, well, how do we actually make that connection? And I'm sure a lot of your listeners will know about Bluetooth. Well, there was this new type of Bluetooth that came out, Bluetooth Low Energy. And I think people might have heard of beacons. If they have, it's kind of like a beacon solution. Beacons are out there everywhere these days, and they communicate as you walk past them. And that just seemed like a really simple way of communicating from a pedestrian crossing to a mobile phone. And then through customer services and them communicating with a mobile phone so yeah we've moved it into different areas now as well as the pedestrian crossing indeed because you know, you're looking at customer service you've looked at tourism as well delivering tourist information and guides as, as people walk along which really shows how wide the, the spectrum is for creating these type of solutions the time's fantastic for being in this area because i talk to so many people on social media and these are groups made up of purely of people with different disabilities and able-bodied Bodied people are just aren't aware. And you just think, wow, this is such an exciting time to be doing it. But it's not easy. I've been doing this for a number of years now. And certainly when it came to the 
pedestrian crossing. It was like, how are we going to get local authorities, governments, Department for Transport, uh, Transport Scotland, how are we going to get them saying, yes, we can start installing things in pedestrian crossings? But it took a long time, and to cut a long story short, we were approached by Transport Scotland and Transserve. They were looking at installing two new crossings in Largs on the West Coast, and uh, they asked us if we would look at installing our equipment. And within a couple of weeks after they'd seen it, they said, well, actually, why don't we do the whole of Largs? So we're very, very fortunate to now have the what we consider a smart town. When everybody's talking smart cities, wow, what an opportunity to have a smart town. And what an opportunity to have it in Scotland. And then starting out from here, we're quite excited. Certainly by the summer, we will have had all installed and hopefully the people of Largs and anybody visiting Largs will be able to just download a free application, approach a crossing and have the lights change purely because they're standing next to them. It's great to have that actually, you know, and as you say, in a whole town, it's going to be up and running for people to use. What was it like, though, getting the companies on board, explaining how it all works and indeed letting residents know how it all works? Well, certainly the company side, it's tough. You, as a small company, and, and we have to bear in mind here, I was a guide dog mobility instructor. I wasn't a natural entrepreneur, or well, maybe I'm a natural, but perhaps the challenge here is actually trying to start a business and come up with a solution that other people are listening to. So lots of talks, lots of conferences, lots of opportunities to stand up in front of people and tell them there's a problem. And then slowly, inch by inch, people say, well, is there a solution? And we can say, well, yeah, we're working on it. We've got something that we believe is going to be able to address some of these problems. But yeah, it's a real challenge. I think also when it comes to getting people to understand that we exist, it's social media, it's getting the information out there on your radio station and on our social media and and doing things for press and all this stuff's out there. People can just Google Neatbox or go onto YouTube and they can find stuff on Neatbox and they can help us spread the word about what's possible. And we don't get it all right. We're not all right all the time and we don't have all the answers to all the ideas. The people who have those answers and the ideas and the thoughts, they're your listeners. This is no longer the realm of the professional. This is the realm of somebody who goes, do you know what? That can be done better. And do you know what? I'm going to have a little think about this and let's see if we can come up with something. Getting the message out to individuals, you see, you're using all sorts of platforms here to do that. Taking Larg as an example, how do you let people in the town know that the crossings are there? How do you let them know how they work, what they have to do, and mm. troubleshoot any questions or worries they may have. Yeah, well, it's it's early days because Transserve approached us. They then contacted the local press, which is the Largs and Millport News, and a couple of stories now have been printed. And people have asked questions and said, oh, wow, when's this coming? How can we get involved? And they've said, this isn't going to work or that's not going to work. But of course, it's important, really important for us to enter into communication with people. And we're just starting to get a lot of that communication sort of set up. We're really keen to hear from people, anybody. Largs, great, but further afield as well, saying, look, here's some questions if anybody is listening and they want to contact us and just ask questions they can do it in several different ways they can write to hello at neatbox.com or they could go onto our facebook site which is just neatbox on facebook and they can just join and ask questions we want to answer those questions and we want to be able to put people's minds at ease and we had somebody contact us the other day and say i don't have a mobile phone how am i going to be able to cross the road and of course it's very easy to say well look we're not doing a replacement here this is an extra this is something that's going to be as well as so you'll still be able to cross the road in the same way as you did before it's just that we're also going to make it easier for people who are using mobile phones 
great that that is is growing that particular part. Another one I was interested in Gavin O was the welcome part of apps that you produce as well. Because for someone like myself who uses a cane or, or a guide dog, you know, going into a store or a supermarket maybe not daunting is the word but you always think right how do i find someone how do i explain what kind of assistance i need are they going to understand what i need as well so is this what welcome is all about yeah this is really exciting for us because it was something that i'd seen very much as a guide dog mobility instructor i would go into a supermarket or a post office or whatever it might be any shop with one of my clients and there would always be this moment of friction where they were trying to then get help from the customer services team. And you don't have to go too far on social media to see dreadful stories of people either not being given service or told they can't even come in because they've got an assistance dog or somebody just speaking down to them or or just not giving them the right sort of service. And there's some crazy statistics out there. 75% of people with disability have either not received good service or left prematurely before they've even spent their money. Now, that's got to be wrong. So what we wanted to do was not just point a finger and say you're getting it wrong, but we wanted to provide a solution that was going to help the retailer. So we came up with this idea. It's called Welcome. It's a free app. It will be on Android and Apple. People can just download it, put in their preference, and then when they walk through the door of a company or an organization that's involved with us, then the customer service team will be able to give a better service. They'll know when the person walks through the door or comes through the door on their scooter. They'll know exactly what their disability is and how they want to be helped. And we're so lucky because we've spoken with and worked with RNIB and Scope and Guide Dogs and Action on Hearing Loss. And all of these organizations have given us fantastic tips and tricks on how to break the ice for people who don't understand or haven't really come into contact with disability. It's of massive importance that the foundational communication between customer service and the person coming through the door is just friendly and basic, but with a little bit of understanding. Just doing something as simple, and I know your visually impaired listeners will understand this. If somebody says, hello, my name is, when they meet you, my word, what an amazing opportunity that is to then have a conversation. I had clients who would do five, six, ten years who would never even know who was speaking to them when they walked through the door, but the person would know absolutely everything about their family and everything because they just always spoke to them. So these tiny little tips being supplied to us by these fantastic organizations mean that we're going to help customer service teams, as a person walks through the door, provide a better standard of service. And then specific for the day, I want to upgrade my phone. I want to have a flat white. I would like to open an ISA account. I want some Kellogg's cornflakes and some milk. These are all messages that we can pass across to the customer service team as a person walks through the door. Or indeed, before, if they want to set it up early that morning, they can send a message through to the supermarket to say that we're going to turn up later today and need a ramp or whatever it might be. What about um, retailers then, service providers? What's the feedback been like for them or indeed the interest? We've had fantastic interest already. In fact, the Fourth Valley Sensory Centre contacted us after they'd seen some of the stuff we were doing pedestrian crossings and we told them about Welcome and they went, oh God, we want this. Please, can you come and install it with us? And then beyond that, the Falkirk Wheel, the Kelpies and a couple of supermarkets in the local area who said, yeah, no, this is standing really good. This is stuff that we could include so that we can provide better service. And on top of that, Edinburgh Printmakers is a charity in Edinburgh has been incredibly keen and we've got some proposals out there with some very very big players can't say too much about them just now but 
we'll just say supermarkets and furniture stores and let's face it let's get this into an airport let's get it into a train station let's get better service given by people working in these areas and make it easier for them to give that service gavin sounds like things are definitely going from strength to strength and uh, will continue to follow the development just remind us once again of the contact details if people want more information it is worth saying it's Neatbox, N-E-A-T-E-B-O-X. But if anybody wants to just get on our Facebook site, they can go on and find Neatbox on Facebook, or they can just go and have a look at our website, a brand new fab website. We're hoping for a AAA rating, but if we get a double A rating, we'll be very happy. Jeff, who's been working on it, has done some superb work, and we think it looks really great. But we would love some feedback, neatbox.com. Gavin, we'll catch up with you again in a few months. We'll find out things are going. But in the meantime, thank you for speaking with us on RNIB Connect Radio. Absolute pleasure, Alan. Thank you.